Hey Warriors and welcome back to another episode of Warrior Within and sorry for the late podcast but Thursday I had a major headache and I did not feel good and then yesterday I got kind of busy where I didn't make have time to really set up everything I need to set up for this but we're going to continue this series that we've been doing basically frontline warriors and today we're going to be talking about the what what I call the gaming trinity which is something big in the gaming world and the third one is healing um the healer always in the gaming perspective is the one who makes sure people are well healed because in combat you know you lose life and you need life back and the healer is usually vital because they need to be able to pay attention to all aspects of what's going on around them but two their main focus is the tank because if the tank dies usually everybody else dies or in some cases what we call is it turns into a kiting game of running around trying to make sure you don't die because you don't have enough life. And so the healer's third ob objective in healing is to make sure everybody's alive, making sure no one dies. And a lot of times if the healer dies, everybody dies. It's a, it's a key thing. It's really interesting that they design gaming to be this perspective, but in real life, I, I think we also have people who fit this category really well and the, and a lot of it is based on the idea that people are healers and i'm not talking about walking up to people and healing but people are healers they, they're the people that in my opinion they're the ones that pray a lot they're like the prayer warriors in in churches they're the people who are in the background who are usually paying attention to what's going on around the church and listening to what's going on around the church. And I don't mean the gossips. I'm talking about people who generally and sincerely care about what's going on around them. They're usually the ones that first first run up to you about praying about something for you. They're the ones that pay attention to when you're hurting, you know, the pain that might be going on there. And they're usually the ones that are more about publicly willing to pray for people or being more out to help people publicly. Because there is, in many cases, we're all supposed to have the ability, or we're all supposed to be praying for each other and encouraging one another. I mean, that's that's a given. But I think there's some people, especially in leadership, and, and many times they are members of the church, just have a high sensitivity to being prayer warriors. I have met several of them before, and they are really strong where they will do prayer meetings. They will be the ones that will take time during the week and just pray for all sorts of things going on whether it's for the country for the city the town specifics families unity in the church like they are the ones that understand the value and the importance of prayer they're also the ones that probably have more of a sensitivity to the spiritual realm is a lot of times i find that they they can recognize and see demonic invasion they can sense when the holy spirit is trying to say something um and move someone and and they just have this sensitivity but i also know a lot of these people have a tendency of having a lot of wisdom which is why one of the people that stood out to me in scripture and someone that could probably fit this category as healer was solomon because his dad david was the warrior king but solomon was given the ability to be able to build the temple but two, you know, he wrote Proverbs, which we basically call it kind of like the book of wisdom. And then even uh, Lamentations. I think it was Lamentations. 
Gotta make sure I'm correct on that, but he wrote these two books with the understanding um, understanding life in a lot of ways because he experienced a lot of a lot of things of life. I mean, it's just he he shares the wisdom that he gained from all that experience that he had. Is it Ecclesiastes? Excuse me. Not Lamentations. Ecclesiastes. Is where basically he talks about experiencing the world. Like literally experiencing everything. And it's about explaining that nothing in this culture, in this world that we live in is worth it. And then the other book that people you know don't really talk about a lot is Songs of Solomon or Song of Songs. And it's basically kind of like a big giant love book. So you get to see a lot of different parts about Solomon, but it's always with the idea of wisdom and understanding, which is really ironic because he married tons of women, 700 and 300, I believe, something like that. And for someone so wise... He was pretty dumb in some things. And a lot of times what would happen is these women would not be of God. And they'd be women from different countries. And they would influence him. So a lot of times what I've kind of noticed with some of these people is that they really get... Like I want to use the phrase really spiritual. But in reality it's more like they get caught up in spiritualism. So they forget... You know, they start kind of, I guess you could say, the feeling of spiritualism. They start chasing the feelings. And instead of chasing the truth in prayer and the strength that prayer brings to the table, I mean, we talked about, it's basically the verse is part of uh, Warrior Within, you know, in Ephesians 6, verse 18, and not really 19. Well, we could probably include 19 if we wanted to. But yes, 18 says, Praying all the times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all saints. And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. For which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. You see, the teachings of prayer is an all-time thing. And a lot of times these people who I would say are healers kind of actually do a lot of praying. They're like, like I said, they're the prayer warriors in our churches. And a lot of times we always think of the older people because we also think of them as the wiser people. But in reality, it's anybody who has that heart and desire for prayer and understand the meaning of going to the Lord in prayer and usually are the best ones to lead people to prayer because they have that understanding of what it means because they have that joy and excitement to be a part of that. So that's why when I think about prayer, I always think about this verse because, like I said, it's part of the armor of God and we sometimes kind of forget the importance of praying. I mean, it's all vital, all three parts prayer is vital but I, I really think people who I would consider the healers have that desire and heart of prayer and a lot of times they may be people of grace compassion um, they're more mostly gentle I mean Solomon in his own wisdom you know, he wasn't a rough man he didn't come after people in fact 
you know, we know the story between the woman who lost the baby and the woman who had still had her baby and the woman who lost her baby tried to steal the other woman's baby. And the solution that Solomon gave was cut the baby in half, give them both half because he knew the woman who truly loved that baby would not want that to happen, which came true. So a lot of times it's because they observe, they see, they, they understand what's going on. And that's what usually a healer does in, in the game. They're paying attention to everything's going around. So another verse that came to mind was in Galatians 5, uh, 16 through 18. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are under the law. Remember, like I told you, one, like all three aspects have an issue. If they kind of go too far in one direction, they could be f- easily influenced by worldly things. Okay. In the end of this, it talks about the fruit of the spirit, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. A lot of times the healer has more of a sensitivity to all aspects of the fruit of the spirit. Like they, they have that more connection because they think about the fruit of the spirit. Like I, I have a friend, she is an amazing woman and she just like her favorite verses are the fruit of the spirit. And she would teach the children the fruit of the spirit. And she would talk about the fruit of the spirit because she had a, a deep love for the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think a lot of times these people who are more of the healer side of personality uh, of the part of this, this trinity, I guess you can call it, they lean towards like their sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. They love talking about the, the fruit of the Spirit. They talk about fruit. They talk about things that they see as God is doing and moving. And that's, I believe, one of the things that we all should be striving to do because it is part of the Bible to be doing that. But in the long run, there's just some type of desire that these people have for the Holy Spirit that is so strong that you just know there's like a connection. Like this lady was always known as the lady when she would enter the room, the Holy Spirit was there. Like people just knew. When, and when she retired, the people could tell the Spirit just didn't have that same strength. And it wasn't because the Holy Spirit wasn't there at the church. It was because it was the light that she brought in of how much she loved Jesus. And it, it just was so strong. Because she lived by the Spirit. She didn't, she didn't falter in other ways in the way that she shouldn't have in the sense of falsely using the Holy Spirit, she definitely, you know, she lived by it. Doesn't mean that we were all not capable of being distracted by the world, which we were, and she was. In fact, you know, there's not many people that, you know, in my life that I could point out to say that they're like her, and that makes her a special lady. Um, But I will say that other people I thought in Scripture were like Daniel. Um, Daniel was the type of guy who did a lot of prayer for one, but two, he wasn't the fighter. He wasn't running into battles. He wasn't the one doing all this crazy stuff. No, he, he stood back. He lived by the fruit of the spirit in many ways. And he stood out because he was faithful and honored God. 
And he stood out in that way. Another one that came out to me you know, after thinking about it for a while in the New Testament was actually the Apostle John. Not John the Baptist, but Apostle John. Even though he was named one of the sons of thunder because he was very outspoken and spoke out, John also had a lot of compassion for Christ. And he was also one of the last of the apostles who actually was able to die naturally on the island while he wrote Revelations. He was a very strong and deep thinker and had a lot of wisdom, a lot of understanding. But a lot of times it was the passion that he had for what, what Jesus did. And you, see, and, you, and you see when you read his word, or his letters, I should say. You see, the thing is, a lot of times you'll have a mix of these people. Sometimes they're super quiet, but most of the time when I've run into them, they're not. They're very outspoken, very forward people. And that's something that, you know, we should be striving, even as Christians, to be more willing to talk about the gospel message, to be willing to pray out loud, to pray for people, and pay attention. That's what these type of people are. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a few moments. Hey guys, welcome back. And we've been talking about the healer. And we're talking about kind of different examples of people that we have found in scripture. We've talked about a couple of scriptural things that popped out to me for that. Um, but... I also want to start talking about a little bit on what kind of stuff we need to be careful when we say so yeah, the thing is so hard. It's like being super connected and we think we're really connected to the point where it's not being connected. That's kind of the way I was kind of thinking in my head how to say it. Okay. Cause like I've, I've run into a lot of people who are really strong in prayer. They, they really believe in the Holy spirit, but at, at the long run, the mistake that they started doing is like, it's once again, pride getting in the way or arrogance because they start thinking they have this like amazing connection to God that other people don't. And that's not the reality. No, they, they're supposed to be able to pray for others, be there for others. But a lot of times they start turning it into more of if you don't come to me, then you won't get answers. If you don't come to me, then you won't have clarity. If you don't come to me, you, you know, you're missing everything out. You know, you're missing out on things. You're missing out. You're missing out. And they start, kind of become almost like I would say even wolves because they start becoming kind of narcissistic about their ability of prayer. And the thing is, we have to be careful. I think even with all three categories, you have to be careful when God gives us gifts and when we use them especially for his kingdom, for his purpose, for our lives, that we can't allow arrogancy and pride to get in the way because when it does, it can start breaking down that relationship we have with God. And a lot of times these, these healer people with their prayer and their, and their capability of being sensitive to the spirit, they start losing that power and they become kind of their own selves. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like when the disciples came to Jesus and said, hey, we pr try to pray these demons out and we try to do this in your name, but nothing happened. Is because I really think they were starting to kind of become arrogant in their capability of what they were able to do. And they started forgetting that it was the Holy Spirit that did all those things, not them. They don't have the ability 
to cast out demons. They don't have the ability to heal people. The Holy Spirit does. And I, and I think in arrogance, they thought because of how close they were with Jesus, how, how knowledgeable they were, and how open they were to the Holy Spirit's capability, even though Jesus was still there, but the Holy Spirit's capability of what it could be done, Jesus reminded them, hey, it's me? <laughs> and, I, and they kind of lost sight. And you have to be careful because I think a lot of people, especially in today's culture, we have, in our Christian culture specifically, we have a bunch of people who are emotionally acting out spiritualism, Christianity, where they have to feel, they have to almost like be hand to hand with God to be spiritual. And a lot of times these people that would be really good prayer warriors have become almost like they have spiritual connection to God that no one else does. And that's not true. I just think people have a gift of understanding of prayer better than other people. Um, they have a capability of praying for others because they are paying attention and they have a sensitivity to, to wanting to pray, which is awesome. And it's stuff that, you know, I had to work on, but the Holy spirit is the one that does the moving. It's, it's not us. It's not the ability that we have. It's just what the Holy spirit does in us to pay attention to other people to notice that we should be praying. A lot of times they'll be the first people to pray. I'll be honest with you, most of them will be the first people to pray. They'll, 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 give, they'll, they'll be praying about every little thing because they believe in that strongly in the Holy Spirit. And that is should be blessing to us and an encouragement for us to pay attention. Because it, it could be really easy to be influenced by this world. Because remember, go to verse 19 and... Galatians 5, it says, now the works of the flesh are evident. You see, if you're not following the Holy Spirit, and I know I've used these verses before, you're going to be following the world. And the world's evident, the world's fruit is sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is why it's so, so important to understand the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Because that's the fruit we'll see in people. When we start seeing that it's like pride, they envy other people, they and a lot of times they get drunk with power and understanding. They think they're just so amazing. They need to be looked at and envied and, and loved. They start switching to the point where they'll jump on things without thinking. And I saw many of these people who last year jumped on the BLM movement and started supporting lgbtq things and starting to not listen to the scriptures but started listening to their heart or listening to their feelings and what they thought was right and the one of the big things is they follow the ideal or the philosophy of love love is the god not god of love but love of god it is or i say love is god and so a lot of times they they use the, the spiritual connection they suppose they have with Jesus and the Holy Spirit 
and they would say, you know, you're not being loving, so you don't have the spirit, or you're not being loving, so you're not you're not walking the way you're supposed to. And they use what they have, this ability, and this goes for all parts, you know, the tank, the DPS, and healer. They start using their knowledge and understanding and their capability and their gifts to try to convince people of other things because they start walking away from understanding the scriptures. I think the key thing is you're not following the scriptures. You're not studying the scriptures. You're not doing what the scriptures are saying. You're going to be easily influenced by the world and what it has to offer. You're going to start ignoring the Holy Spirit. You're going to start putting on what I call the armor of the world. And sometimes it's so subtle and so, so slowly. And just like we've talked about, the healer ain't doing its job. The healer isn't paying attention. You could lose the tank. The healer ain't paying attention. They could lose the DPS, which is going to make it doubly hard for the tank and healer to do anything. Because neither one of them could do enough damage. The healer is not paying attention. The whole group can wipe out. So there is a responsibility of the healer, especially those that are big prayers that, you know, sensitive to the Holy Spirit's movement, whatever it may be, to pay attention to themselves as they, in their walk. Are they truly following the Bible? Are they going back to scripture? Or are they following feelings and emotions? Because that's the key thing. We can't run around with our feelings on our shoulders as the guidance to what we're supposed to be doing. We're going to lose our step. We're going to lose our understanding. We're going to be so easily influenced by the world that we're going to start looking fleshly, not godly. All three of these parts have their part in leadership, their part in the family, their part in the community, the job that you're at. You're all responsible. Like It's okay to pray at your job for other people at your job because you might be that one person that... They, they may only know that walks as a Christian, that lives as a Christian, that goes to church, let alone. Where they start watching you, paying attention to you, even if they start noticing you praying at lunch over your food. It doesn't take much for them to start asking questions. That's why it's so important for your character. That's why it's important to have the fruits of the Spirit for whatever part you may be. But men... There is men. It's okay as men to be graceful men that pray. They may not be the ones that are in the front line. They may not be the ones who have the opportunity to be that DPS type of personality in situations. We do need men who can sit in the background, who may just provide the money for certain things, who may just pray for other men or pray for situations who may be more gentle about things. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you weak. Because in some sense, all of us, whatever part we play, we should all have compassion. We should all have grace. But I do have to say, you men that do stay back, you cannot be passive. You need to be willing to speak up and say what you need to say for the church. You need to be willing to speak in what you need to say for your family, for your job, for your community. It doesn't mean you have to be the ones leading it out front and being the ones that speak out on everything, but you do need to speak up. Staying silent and just praying is not 
just the answer. Sometimes you need to speak because sometimes other people won't speak. And if no one else speaks, you should step up and speak. Sometimes the healer has to tell the tank, hey, you are pushing too hard and taking on too many people. I can't stick I can't stick up with the healing too much. Hey DPS guys, you are spreading yourselves too far away from my heals. I can't heal you. Because you know who's the number one person that gets blamed in most of these gaming situations? Is the healer. And you know why? Because the healer and and my view in this whole thing is the prayer person that prays and the enemy loves going after people who heavily pray because if they could break that then there's no one standing behind the dps and tank person praying for them you know that pastor who's standing up front being that dps type of personality or being that tank personality needs prayer because if you break the leadership you break the system of the church you can break the people that's why a lot of people think the wolves destroy the sheep, but in reality, wolves come in to destroy the leadership. Because if they could break down the leadership, they could break down the church. And they can get what they want. See, the key thing is not trying to get the 50 sheep. The key thing is to get the sheepdog and the shepherds that are protecting the sheep. Because once they're gone, then they can feast on the sheep anytime they want. So they can get the shepherd to look away while they're doing stuff. It'll be easy. If they can kill or get rid of the sheepdog, it'll be easy. It'll be easy to prey on people. And that's why this is so important for all three of these categories. The key thing is why I'm describing these as they are is because a lot of times we are the ones protecting the church. I'm not talking about pastors. I'm talking about those that that lead the step up that you know the prayer warriors the frontline people that take on a lot of the issues and speak out in truth and then those that do things and are active and they're out there and they're getting things done they're the ones that are going to get hit the hardest their families are going to get hit the hardest because they're the ones that are getting everybody else excited and riled up and doing what they're supposed to be doing in the gospel they're the ones that are encouraging people to get out there to tell the truth. They're the ones that are encouraging people to study the scriptures and to pray together and to encourage one another and to unite with one another. You see, if you destroy those headstones or those leaders in, in the churches, you could destroy the rest of the church. Because they're the ones discipling others. They're the ones mentoring others. They're the ones encouraging others. It is our responsibility in whatever category you think you fit in any of these different situations. We are the ones that are probably going to get hit the hardest because we see that the desire of being the leaders, basically, even if you may not feel like it, or you may not be the most vocal, you may not be the most energetic, you may not be the most charismatic, it doesn't matter. If Satan knows that you are making a difference in people's lives, Satan's going to send people, or technically can even send humans, but send you know his, his angels, his demons to come after you. And then of course, you know, we're always battling sin. That's why you have to make sure you're walking upright yourself. You can't allow pride and arrogance to get in the way because you're doing a good work. Because now you're becoming all about me, 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 and not about the Holy Spirit. Pay attention. I hope you enjoyed the series, and 
I hope look forward to starting this next this next one. I kind of have an idea what I want to do, and I hope it will be an encouragement as well. Hope you guys have a blessed day, and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. I ask that your name be glorified and used, that you will be honored and glorified by these men that are listening, that they'll be transformed and changed, that they'll see maybe they fit one of these categories, and that they be more aware and prepared, that they spend more time in God's word to study it, remember that they have the armor of God, that they don't need to have a degree to be an amazing follower of God, a warrior. They just need to know it. They need to be aware of what's going on around them. And if they believe they have this basically a gift in prayer and showing compassion and grace, then let them be more vocal about it. Don't, don't, don't let them hide it, Lord, because there's so many men that think that's just being too feminine. It's not takes a strong man to pray and it takes even a stronger man to pray out loud so i pray you give them courage today to be those prayer warriors that they need to be and encourage them to do it encourage them to start praying for things they probably never thought about praying for especially for the church their family other men their pastor whatever it may be lord i pray this in jesus name amen and i'll see you guys next time god bless